Warning, MF Uncensored contains adult language and discussion. Listener discretion is advised. We're a couple of misfits. We're a couple of misfits. What's the matter with misfits? That's where we fit in. We're not happy and dilly. Don't go around willy-nilly. Seems to us kind of silly. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to MF Uncensored. Don't forget, if you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also find more of our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links to not only this show, but some of our other shows like Cinematic Adventures and the Multiverse Fancast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul. With me via the Zoom studio is Mr. Todd Baker. Todd, how are you today? You know what? Couldn't be better, man. So, yeah, you? Oh, living the dream. You know, it's a little su- little rainy Sunday, so it's perfect for just sitting down, doing some work, and talking to somebody who I have a feeling we're going to be talking for quite some time about certain things. And I, I won't get ahead of ourselves. But, Todd, why don't you tell our guests a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so my company, Project 9, we're, I'm a, trans- a transformation coach and kind of help people that are you know, trap professionals and they're in a dead end career or, you know, they're not seeing their stuff. They stopped looking at like their life as a whole, right? right? Like all the other aspects of it because they feel trapped because their education or their, you know, their level of a certain, you know, achievement has got them there, but they want more and just helping them get there. So that's kind of where I focus, but it, the cool thing is that it's all based on my story, so it's it's easy to talk about because I've gone through it. Yeah. So for you though, like you didn't start off doing this. I find that most people who move into this kind of lifestyle or this kind of uh, change, they are the kind of people that don't they they realize how stationary they've gotten at some point, and they realize like for me, I hate the idea of not moving. I constantly like to be moving. I don't like to be stagnant. I don't like to just be like, well, this is the best that I'm going to get, so let's just stay here. I, I have a feeling that you are in a similar mindset where it's like, I, I have a feeling that you were here at one point and you were like, screw this, I can go here instead. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, for as much as we, as much as anyone out there achieves, there's always more to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's... Like, I'm sure you got the same kind of thing. Like, I've got a daily ritual, right? And it's got a morning, it's got a morning, which is pre work, and then it's got a night, which is post work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of that is one of the things in the morning that I focus on is what am I doing to get 1% better today? And then at the end of the day, figuring out, like, did I accomplish that? Because there's, there's always stuff to learn and always people to talk to or, you know, experiences to have that just, they, they round us out and, and really fill up our lives because they can create some amazing memories that you wouldn't have had if you were stagnant and just kind of, you know, like, well, it's Sunday, so it must be football day and automatically you fall into it, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, you know, it's all about the, the, the journey and what we experience along the way. That's all part of it. So yeah, I want to circle back. You mentioned your daily rituals. Now I am a big fan of daily rituals. Like I'm literally sitting here. I've got, I make my tea every day. You know, I, there are certain things that if my, if I don't do them, my day just doesn't feel exactly right. Whether it's physical training or spending a little bit of time on podcasting or going to work, I guess. But for you, like what are some, what does your daily routine look like? 
Yeah. So basically it's, I'm up at 5.30 AM every single day. And before anything, the first thing that I do is I spend five minutes thinking about everything that's going right in my life. Hmm. Uh, you know, and it could be gratitude, but it's just what's going right. You know, my, my kids, they're happy, they're healthy. I got one in college, one in high school. That's, that's going right in my life, you know, and then from there it, it goes into, you know, I focus on the 1%, like, what am I going to do to get 1% to better today? Then I go into like three things that I want that I have to accomplish in my business today. And then from there, it's like, you know, either I'll work out either at home or I'll go for a walk, you know, get some stretching in, do a little bit of meditation brush my teeth, take a shower, get dressed, and then I'm into my day. Mm -hmm. See, I like that. It's it's not overwhelming. A lot of people, when they want to make drastic life choices, that's why New Year's resolutions, we did a whole episode on why New Year's resolutions are total bullshit. And it's- Oh, thank, thank God oh, you yeah. said that. Oh my God. They are, it, I have no problem if somebody wants to set goals. I have no problem at all. You want to set goals? Great. Set goals. Do better. Be be the best version of yourself. It's those people that that will approach like a New Year's and they'll wait just for New Year's. Like they could have started yesterday, but instead they're going to wait three months now. All right, I'm going to yeah. lose weight. Okay, how much weight are you going to lose? I don't know. Well, that's not a good start. Like it's it, it's an idea, and then you got to make it very manageable because a lot of people will do something super drastic. Yeah. Well, and so I take a little bit of a. With my program, like I tell people, when you set a goal, like don't don't put any limits on it. Go as big as you want with your goal, because when you get to your how, like how you're going to go from where you're at today to that ultimate goal, those become your smaller steps. Those become your more manageable steps. But don't limit yourself with that top goal. I've just had too many experiences, and they're great with clients who you know, they, they set what they thought at the beginning was this huge goal. And then they started to get there and all of a sudden their eyes open. They're like, man, I didn't aim high enough. And that's a, that's a cool thing to see is because all of a sudden they thought they were going too big and then it ended up too small. And now they're just, you know, it's like the floodgates have opened and they're just, they're, go they're, they're taking on all this stuff, but yeah, resolutions are it, it's a complete farce. I think that uh, people approach goals completely the wrong way. You know, they think, well, I'll just, you know, I'll write it down and, you know, then I'll take these small incremental steps. And it's like, all right, first of all, you got to do it for a lifetime, not a short time. So that whole weight loss thing, that's crap mm -hmm. because you can't continue to lose 10 pounds every single year, but you can get healthy. You can get fit every single day of every year, right? And people don't understand that the the challenge with really setting goals and making them ingrained in you, it starts with you. Like it doesn't start with a goal. It starts with you doing some serious self-reflection and action and asking the right questions to figure out like, why it's important and what do you ultimately want and what are you going to, what can you commit to? Because everyone's going to be different. You know, not everyone's like, well, I got a free schedule. I can put two hours a day into this. Some people are like, I got 20 minutes. That's great. Then start with 20 minutes, but start. See, I like, and, how you, yeah, I'll keep going. Go ahead. Yeah. 
and 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 don't don't start when hallmark says hey it's a new year now you can start start tomorrow i mean you know what what's what's preventing you that's 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 the challenge is getting people to realize like a calendar doesn't dictate when you start and finish things yeah the only thing the calendar does for my health and fitness is so i know what day is leg day and what day is chest day that's about it yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I love, though, that you said that it, it starts with you. A lot of people are very quick to, to blame the rest of the world, the rest of the universe. Like, I was born this way, or I was this is how I am because of this, this, or this. I, I don't like that. I, I like the idea that if something's happening, I have choices about how I respond to it. So if I'm not feeling well, it's because something else is going on, and I have to think about it. Like, this past weekend was my birthday weekend. I didn't feel particularly well after my birthday weekend because I did things that I don't normally do, like excessive drinking or eating, whatever it is. But I, I know that that's not me going, well, now I'm fat or now I'm unhealthy. It's because of one decision, one night. What am I going to do today to fix it or to feel better? Yeah. And I like that you have your own story about how you got here, and I would love to hear more about the, the pre-Project 9, Todd. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my journey kind of started with like, I was working for a home builder, just selling houses, you know, sit, I was the guy sitting in the garage, you know, waiting for people to come in or whatever. And my kids were a lot younger then. And, you know, I, I'd watch, I'd watch their games, baseball and softball on this, you know, and it was like a pong game just watching dots go around and oh, he's a cat. Oh, you got a double, but you know, there's no video. Right. So I'm working on my ex and my parents to send me stuff. And, you know, I came to the realization one day, I was like, I'm just sitting there and it's a July day and I'm sitting in a garage with three other people and we're in between appointments and I'm like watching the game and I'm like, I'm missing the best part of their lives. Like I'm missing the interaction with them because I'm sitting in this garage. And so literally the next day I walked in, I was like, I'm, I quit. Like I'm done. My boss is like, that's funny. I'll see you tomorrow. I was like, Oh, well you can wait all you want, but I ain't going to be here. And then, so, you know, I went and got my real estate license and gave me some more freedom to be able to experience some of those things. But then what really led to, project nine and kind of this thought was it was january of 20 and like everyone else i set my thankfully my last ever (laughs) you know because i woke up and looked in the mirror and i i didn't i didn't like what i saw looking back at me and so i was like i gotta lose weight my resolution that year lasted a grand total of three days wow Day four, I live in Denver. So day four, I wake up, it's cold, it's snowing. I'm like, I am not going for a walk today. And in, instead of just being like, I'll wait till spring, I'll wait till next year, whatever. Like I spent the day really thinking about how how easy it was to just scrap it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how what led me to, to, the, to that point where I was like, three days in and I was ready to just be like, ah, for, forget it, you know? So I started digging into like why it was truly important and what I really wanted out of looking better in a mirror to myself. And what it ended up is it, it 
it switched from motivation to inspiration for me. So motivation is external and it's fleeting. You know, sometimes you wake up and you see a quote or something that's supposed to be motivational and you're like, that didn't do it for me. But inspiration, that's the fire in you that like, you're not going to fail. Like that's that fire that just keeps driving no matter what. And for me, it ended up, the thought that I had was I did not want to be the dad who couldn't be active and do things with my kids. Right. You know, I didn't want to be on the sidelines. I wanted to be able to go play catch and go, you know, if they wanted to go fishing, I wanted them to come home and be like, Hey, we want to go fishing. And instead of me saying, well, here's 20 bucks for lunch. I wanted to be like, great, throw your crap in the truck and let's go, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, and really kind of just be that way for the rest of my life because I mean, I'm 48, but I, you know, I still probably got what 40 years plus left nowadays, especially, you know? And so it's like, what am I, you know, my life is far from, if anything, my life is just starting, you know, it's not like I'm on the downside of this. Mm -hmm. And so, through that it's amazing what happens and you've experienced this as well it's like the more active you get your brain starts to work a little bit differently like stuff starts connecting and all of a sudden like just ideas just keep flooding and flooding and for me it was basically like I i know i'm not the only one that has gone through this like set a resolution and fail it but i've got a pretty compelling story and it's working for me like I can feel myself, I'm getting fit, I'm getting healthier, I'm able to do more and more stuff. And how can I help other people with the same journey? And from that was born the company. And then, you know, it's it's kind of grown from there because there's a ton of people out there that they just need help. They just need, you know, they they're at the point to where the pain has become such that they're like, raising their hand going, look, I, I've tried resolutions. Don't work. I've tried motivational seminars. Don't work. Like I need help. And that's, that's the whole purpose of the company is like, I just want to help other people get what they were put on earth to do. I think that everyone that was born to date, they were put on this earth to be great. It's just realizing it and the steps that you need to take to get there. See, I really like that. And, and I think the thing that really sticks out for me from you is you, you have a genuine want to just help people like just that, you know, that that's what you're here to do to, to be an, you know, a source of helping others. And I've talked to other motivational, like I've been to motivational seminars, like I've done like your Tony Robbins, your stuff like that. And they're all very good at what they do. But I always say there's two types of people that do any sort of motivation or health coaching, right? And one of them is just the, I know how to talk and I can get up on, on a stage and just talk and I can tell you all these great things, but it's not, it's, it's for me to go home to my mansion with my, you know, trophy wife and all that stuff. That's my goal. Then there's the others, like whether it's health and fitness or, um, motivational speaking, whatever it is, they're the people that just genuinely want to help people that can sit down in a room with someone and be like, Hey, I don't know you, but I want to help you. And I, I get that vibe from you. And I think that that makes a big difference. Like if I were to sit down with somebody, 
I always like to say, if somebody knows more than me, I want to know more. Like if somebody is smarter than me or, or knows something that I don't know, I always want to pick their brains. And that's why I love doing interviews. It's one of my favorite things because I like to think that I know a thing or two about a thing or two, but there are plenty of people that know a lot about other things. Oh yeah. The, the, you know, it's, it's like, it's something that I do every time I go to like a, a dinner or a networking event or something like that is I have one goal and it's, I want to meet the smartest person in the room. Mm -hmm. And I'll, and, and if that means I got to talk to everybody until I meet them, that's what I'm going to do. And it's, and, and it's just because it, it's, it's, it's just curiosity. And that's missing in this world is curiosity. Oh yeah. You know, and, and, I'll tell you, and people ask, well, how do I, you know, if there's a very easy test that anyone can do to tell if you're naturally curious or if you're not. Okay. The, the next time you go to lunch out and about, sit down, get your order, whatever, and then just kind of keep track. Do you find yourself spending more time like focused on your food, focused on like a phone? kind of focused on what's right in front of you or do you spend more time people watching because <laughs> if you people watch you're curious and it's just a, it's just a natural thing you know and it's not to say that if you don't people watch you're not curious it's something that you can change mm -hmm. it's you have to be conscious of it and know where your starting point is so speaking of starting points mm -hmm. you so you decided to make huge changes to your life how did Project Nine start, and can you tell me a little bit more about your nine-point plans? Yeah, so it's like I said, it started literally like just about six months after I started walking, and I still walk every single day. Mm -hmm. uh, but it it's you know just started getting the ideas. My kids actually helped me with the logo. You know, oh, it's nice. they play baseball and softball, right? So how many people are on defense during both of those games? Nine. Nine. Yeah. And then you can see on the logo, there's a diamond around it. Mm -hmm. It kind of looks like pieces. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, that's, that's where that came from. And so, and they'll tell you to this day, like, yep, we get a royalty. I'm like, no, you don't. Your parent, your, your childhood and all the crap that I paid for. That's, that's, that's your, royalty. your royalty. Yep. That's your allowance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the biggest thing but with, with the plan is that it, it makes people focus on two things. The first is clarity. You have to be very clear about where your goal is and where you're going. Mm -hmm. Because especially if, this, if, you, if you're trying something for the first time or if you're trying something for the 400th time, but you're doing it, uh, you're, you're, you know, you're like, okay, I got to do this. You have to be clear because there's going to be all sorts of clouds and all sorts of stuff that's going to try and knock you off course. So you have to be clear on it. And the second thing is that the plan is simple. It's very simple. It's not like some 87 point plan to become better at this or you know, you want to be rich by the time you're 25, follow this 62 mm -hmm. point plan. It's like, I got through two. <laughs> I, I don't, you know, so it's very simple and it gets people to focus in the right areas, which is like what your goal is, why it's important, what you're going to face, 
And then ultimately, like I said, you know, I've dealt with clients all the time that like, you know, they'll tell me like after six or seven weeks, like, man, I thought my goal was way too big and it ended up being way too small. And so, okay, part of your simplicity is you have to develop like what's next. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're going to start achieving stuff. So what's your plan for what goes after that? Because the more planning you can put in, the less you have to think about it. And then the only thing that's left is just action. It's not like you have to, you have to put a day or two into your schedule and be like, I got to come up with a new plan. It's just, no, you just migrate to the other thing. Your work ethic and your habits and stuff like that, they're already there. It's just now you got a new, new point of clarity that you're aiming at. I was reading the uh, power of one more by Ed Milet mm -hmm. and um, something that stuck out. And I just, I've just started this I'm about halfway through, but something that stuck out to me, is like a quote in there that was like, persistency will get you there. Consistency will keep you there. Oh, I like that. And I, it, it's, it, and it's totally true. Oh yeah. Right. Like, and that's the thing that we all strive for. That's why, like, you and I, like, I, I, I mean, I wrote out, like, my morning rituals. And they change, you know, as, mm -hmm. as things come and go and stuff like that and seasons. It, it changes, but it's a living document. And it's something that is easy enough to, I jump on, make a change, print it out. I put it on my bedside table. You know, and you, you want to know the easiest habit that you can put in place that will get your butt out of bed first thing instead of hitting snooze 10 times. I would love to know. Whatever, whatever you use for your alarm, most people use their phone. Don't put it next to your bed. Mm -hmm. Put it on the other side of the room. Oh, yeah. Because now you got to get up. So I would actually hide my phone under my, my laundry. So that way when it went off in the morning, I would have to go find it to turn it off. And there's nothing more frustrating than trying to not wake up your significant other and also try and get that phone because my wife and I have very different schedules. My work, I get up around 4 a.m. every day and my workday starts at 7. So I use that time. I do podcast editing. I have a breakfast because I was a terrible person when it came to breakfast. I never had it. Now, like, I finally got into good habits with that. And then I'll work out. I'll do my entire workout because I know that at the end of my workday, there's a fair chance that either A, I'm going to be stuck at work too long, or B, I'm going to have no motivation to do it when I get home. And the morning is my time. It's my my time to just enjoy the quiet, sit with the cat, you know, do all that stuff. And I, I like the idea of just simple, simple little tweaks and little little steps, but having big goals. I find that actually very refreshing because it, it feels like when you talk to people like this, it's one or the other. It's, all right, here's a bunch. Your, your goal is too big. Let's do a lot of small steps or your goal is not big enough, but you just got to go for it. I like how you have a very nice, a very digestible plan where it's, you can have huge goals. Just what are the steps that you're going to start taking to get to those goals and then reevaluate and change. It's like you said, you can't lose 10 pounds every year. Yep. And I, and I like that idea because for me, that's how I started my health journey was I need to lose weight. I need to look like this guy. I'll be very honest. It was because I wanted to look like that stupid kid from Twilight who was sh like all shredded because the girl I was dating at the time was all about him. And I was like, screw this. I'm going to do that too. 
And for me, it took a long time for me to realize, hey, it's about being healthy. It's not about being so shredded that you, you, you can't eat the things you want to eat all the time. Like It's about just finding a good balance. And I feel like your program kind of goes that way instead. Yeah, it's like it's it's like, and you you bring up a great point is comparison. Mm -hmm. Is what is your comparison? Because so many people they're you know they're comparing themselves to the Joneses down the street or who's posting what on Instagram and Facebook, and they're like, that's where I got to go. It's like no, your only comparison is you from yesterday. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the only, that's the only comparison that matters to you. All the rest of the stuff, whatever. But if you, if you can look at it on a day-to-day basis and just, it's, it sounds small, but just get 1% better Mm -hmm. every single day. And people, and I've heard people say it, well, that's, that's, that's nothing. I'm like, really? Because if you do that every day for a year, Guess what? At the end of the year, you are now 37 times better than when you started the year. That's significant. And it's not, and it it puts it in context and helps people digest the, I can get way better, but I don't have to do it all in the next month. Mm -hmm. Like I, I can break this up and there's things that, you know, what people count is getting better especially in the beginning, they're like, well, you know, I faced an obstacle because it was raining, but, you know, I found something that I could do at home and it really didn't count. So I don't know if I got 1% better. And it's like, wait, so you had a built-in excuse, something that would have derailed you in the past. Mm -hmm. You found an alternative thing to do and you made a plan and you did it, right? Yes, you got 1% better. I love that. That's so people need to really they need to celebrate their small victories. Like they they I like I love I I used to be terrible with it. I used to be the worst with if I didn't do my full workout, all whatever X amount of time I I allotted to it or whatever workout program I was doing, I was miserable. I was like I I hate it. Like I had a terrible day and then it, as I got older and I said, "No, you you listen to your body." And your, your body did not want to work out today. You needed to take time to just relax. So that helped me shift my mindset where being healthy and being fit and being just like good to go doesn't always mean lifting all the weights or working out every single day until you can't move. It's also about just finding really good balance within yourself too. Oh yeah. I mean, you, you asked like the, some of the most successful people out there and take monetary out of it Mm -hmm. right like everyone thinks when you say successful they think oh yeah who's no they look at the forbes list and it's like there's plenty of people that make plenty of money but are uh, just wildly successful but they're not on a forbes list Mm -hmm. but you take those most successful people and if you ask them what's the most important daily ritual that you have every single day that you commit to I can guarantee you one of the things that most people will say is I sleep. Oh yeah. I love sleep. Yeah. And it's just, you, you, you have to commit to it, you know, and it's gone are the days of like every day is a grind and you just keep grinding away. It's like, no, do it smartly. Right. Like there's other technology has allowed us such a breadth of just like stuff that we can get done 
And, you know, between like technology and automations and all this stuff, Mm -hmm. you're getting three times as much accomplished. So you don't do it smartly. Like you use your time wisely. I mean, like stuff like this. Yeah, we're both here. We're present. We're, you know, this is something that's worth the time to dedicate like in in person. But if it's like, I got to send 15 emails, man, go do 10 minutes of research of AI and just set it. It's it's wild. your plate yeah oh god yeah oh my god like i i never really used ai with our podcasting but now that i've started kind of integrating it just to, just to help alleviate some of the burnout on my end like it's it's crazy but like i also think about you know a lot of people nowadays they want instant instant satisfaction instant like they want to post a tiktok that goes viral and then suddenly they're millionaires like that day and from someone who we go through a lot of waves with our podcasting and we've, we've had a lot of great successes. We've had a lot of great failures. I will be the first one to be like, it does not. Every podcaster wants to be the next Joe Rogan. I just want to enjoy what I do and talk to people and have fun. And also this is a time for like my friends and I to sit down and all that stuff. So once I kind of shifted even just that to thinking more like this is for my fulfillment. It's not for financial freedom. If that happens, cool. Like I'll be all about it. But at the same time, once I shifted from how I wanted to, or why I was doing this, it really just kind of changed how much I enjoy it. Oh yeah. It's, it's, I mean, what makes life like enjoyable and fun and just like worth it is it's not what you have, like what you drive, where you live, it's like the people that you meet and you associate with because mm-hmm. you never know where you're you're going to meet someone that's like you know what i can actually see myself hanging out with this person or this is someone that like they they got a little bit more figured out than me so i'm going to look to them for a little bit of help and guidance but you never have those conversations unless you're actually doing doing stuff and so yeah, but that's that's what it's about is the relationships that we all gain throughout this whole thing is because you never know where that Joe Rogan, you never know. I mean, there's there's another one out there. Oh, yeah. We just don't we just don't know where they are yet. I like that. Now, for you, though, you mentioned in some of the information that I got beforehand that after you when you went to start this new project, you had a lot, like, how did it affect your relationships with other people? Like, did people not support you or did people disappear? Like, that's when you find out where your true friends are when things like this happen. Yeah. So the, the cool thing is that it's whenever you, whenever you get your clarity of your vision and you start making progress on that one, you get this nice little ripple effect and it starts to impact all sorts of different areas of your life. Mm-hmm even though you're not focused on them. for me, my relationship with my kids improved dramatically because I told them why I was going to walk. I told them why it was important. I told them, you know, it was because I wanted to be there for them and I, I walked them through it. And so they, they immediately, they jumped on board the accountability train Great. and that my daughter stuck her, her little evil head up about three weeks in I was making breakfast one day, it was snowing, and 
she comes downstairs and she goes, are you going to go for your walk today? And I said, yeah. I said, I'm going to see what the storm does, but I will go. I just want to see if it's going to let up. And without even hesitation, she just looked at me. She goes, you mean now? And I was like, yeah, I do. Damn it. And off I, but in that moment, it still gives me goosebumps because in that moment, what I learned and what I experienced was that because I was open and honest with them about the importance of what I was doing, it showed me that it was important to them too, mm -hmm. that they want me to be able to participate and want me to be there for them with them for the long haul. So it immediately that I was like, okay, that's the coolest moment of my life so far. But then the other thing is because like I started with like getting fit at some point, especially with like, if it's like anything health wise, because it's a visual change, mm -hmm. right? Like, people can see you're physically changing. Right. And at the beginning it was, I'd get a lot of questions from friends, family, whatever. What are you doing? What are you, are you still eating? You know, what are you, are you, are you taking a diet thing or what are you doing? You know, and I was just, no, I'm just walking, just eating right and walking. That's all I'm doing. And I would get questions and stuff like that. But then about six months in, it changed. Mm -hmm. It went from what I was doing to now it was who I was. And I knew that that had happened because those questions that I was getting from people stopped. People stopped asking because they were just like, he just shows up. That's, this is what he looks like now. And this is what he's doing. And this is who he is. Mm. It's not like, oh, you know, you must, you got a high school reunion coming up or you got this or you got a suit or something like that. It, it, it'll, it'll make that change from like what you're doing and it'll change to who you are. And that's a big step because it's like, once you establish that new level of a new, a new version of you, you don't go back. Mm -hmm. I like, I really like, like that. Yeah. You just keep going forward. See, I like that. Especially cause like you mentioned the high school reunion thing. I remember when my tenure was rolling around, I was like, I got to get so shredded for this. I'm not going to be like, and I remember like going on a crash diet beforehand. Like this was probably about almost 10 years ago. Now I went on like a crash diet. Like I was like, I'm going to lose as much weight as possible. And Oh God, it was, it wasn't even worth it. Nobody cared. No. Like I was the only one that was like, I need to look a certain way. And it's just, it's crazy, but it sounds like you've had a lot of success building this program. Now, if somebody wanted to get involved with project nine or like get involved with you, what would be the best way for them to do that? Yeah, the easiest the easiest way is just if you go to the website, it's projectnightlife.com and uh, you'll see down at the very bottom there's a contact us. Mm -hmm. Just click on that and uh, basically it'll just ask you for like a name and an email. That'll send us a, an alert. We'll schedule you for your initial discovery call and the purpose of that call is really to figure out like where you're at where you want to go and why, why, why haven't you done it in the past? And really it's because we want to make sure on both sides that we're the right fit for each other. 
I am not about, I am not that coach or that person that's like, I'm just going to jam everyone into this and take all the money I can. Mm -hmm. If I can't help you, I'm not going to even ask, you know, I'm just not, it's, it, it does me, it does me and you no good to get into a program where you spend money on it and you get nothing out of it. Right. So you know, it's the same thing. Like if you talk to 10 different coaches, we could all say the same basic thing, but one of us is going to say something or phrase something in a way that's going to spark you to action. That's the person that you need to seek out is the person that you can listen to and hear. And their program makes you want it, makes you do something about it. Not just makes you think about it or, you know, okay, well, I'll, I'll do that down the road. You know, it's the person that's like, God, I got it. Well, tomorrow's Monday. Might as well start tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I love it. So as we are approaching the end of our time, we are going to do one of our favorite listener segments, and that is our rapid fire round. So I basically pick four or five questions. They are just off the top of the cuff, whatever comes to mind first. I try and tailor them. One of them you actually might have already answered, but I already wrote them down. So I'm just going to say them because this is how our show goes. Yeah. All right. You ready? Yeah, it's, it, it, it's your world, man. We're just living it. <laughs> so that's what I always say when people ask, you know, like, you know, what do you do on your podcast? I was like, I don't know, whatever we want. It's our show. People either listen to it or they don't. <laughs> yeah, that's All right. true. So I got four questions for you. You ready? I'm ready. Favorite healthy meal? Anything fish related. Do you have, oh, do you have a preference for fish? Because I'm a salmon guy. Salmon's, salmon is one of my top or like raw tuna oh, all right okay morning or evening workouts morning morning get it done i like that all right yeah. one book that inspired your journey that's a really good one the one that really has i'll say shifted gears for me and really put like accelerated kind of what i'm doing is start with why by simon sinek I always write down the, the books because the book thing is usually also for my wife who does a book page on Instagram and she works at a library, but also I love to, I, I do enjoy reading. So for me, it's always trying to build my own library. So it's a little selfish on my part. Oh, the, the, that's, that's fine. So like, was it like three years ago I stopped drinking? So my, what is my, or what was my liquor cabinet is now my library and I'm like you, like I, I'm always reading stuff. And that's the, that's the great thing about coaches. It's like, let us do the reading and let us do the interpreting and just give you the Cliff's Notes versions. Otherwise you can go spend, you know, thousands of dollars on books and take all the time that you want to do it. But, you know, I do it anyway. I love it. One last question. And I know we don't, we kind of poke fun at motivational quotes or motivational phrases, but do you have a quote that you live by? Yes. Go for it. If you want different, do different. I like it. I like that. Yeah. All right. Oh, see, that's why I love the rapid fire questions. That's when you get like the, the most fun raw answers it is my favorite thing so that is unfortunately going to wrap up our time with todd don't forget guys if you go to project9life.com you can get more information yep. for todd and talk about his coaching business and just learn a little something i ne i always say it never hurts to learn more and i really hope that uh some of you guys make your way that way because i feel like todd i feel like 
again, you're a very genuine coach. You're, you're somebody that, that really just has a need to help, has a want to help. And I think that that really does make you stand out from some of the other coaches that I know of. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. And it's, it, it's, it's very true. I'm only, my, my legacy is built through the successes of my clients, not through anything else. Awesome. So I love that, but that is going to wrap us up, Todd. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And thanks everyone out there for watching. Hey guys, it's Paul and the Misfit Faction is looking for your help. We are trying to grow not only our network, but also grow our brands. And the best way to do that is if you guys are looking to start your very own podcast, maybe you guys have been listening to us for a while. Maybe it's something you guys have always wanted to do, but you're not sure how to get started. If you go to podbean.com slash Misfit Faction, you guys will get a month of free podcasting on us. That is a gift from us. So make sure if you guys are looking to start your own show, you reach out to us and go to podbean.com slash Misfit Faction. Also, maybe you guys have your own online business or service that you're always looking to grow and advertising is a very big part of that if you guys go to sponsorship.podbean.com slash misfit faction you guys can get a hundred dollars worth of free advertising again as a thank you from us to you guys that's sponsorship.podbean.com slash misfit faction wow what a great interview i really enjoyed talking with todd he and i really uh, connected and bonded and we actually spent like another 10 minutes after the interview, uh, just kind of chatting, just talking about life and talking about things. I really enjoyed the, what he brought to the show. I enjoyed his perspective on on health and fitness and motivation and all that stuff. So I really hope uh, if you guys enjoy what you uh, heard, make sure you guys check him out online. And uh, also, if you guys are looking for more of our content, it's super easy. All you have to do is go to our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links to not only this show, but some of our other shows like Multiverse Fancast, Cinematic Adventures. We also have news, reviews, articles, and more. Also, our store is there, so you can buy your Misfit swag. So make sure you guys check that out. We're also on all the social media. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever it is. Just type in MF Uncensored or The Misfit Faction. Odds are you'll find some of our stuff. We want to thank you guys for listening, and we will be back next week.